0: Hey, kids, and by that I mean people who are over 18, who wants to learn about some biology? Oh, I I do. do. Me, me, I want, I want, I want to learn about biology. Why don't you introduce yourselves to the class? I don't. I don't want to learn about biology. Well, I don't care. You're getting an education whether you like it or not. I,
1: I (laughs) I am proud to be uneducated. Thank you. I, it is it is Illegal. my purpose. It is my purpose on this podcast to be the the stupidest person on the podcast.
2: Ouch. I uh, uh I'm Sergio, the one of two um, biology graduates on the podcast.
1: That's true. Last time we recorded this, you weren't a biology graduate. That's
2: True. Yes, I yeah, I That's was crazy. not. I did not have my degree, but now I have my degree and a three point two GPA. In uh, grad school, great job!
1: Hey, the GPA doesn't matter as long as you're passing.
2: Well, Did I well, I mean it, it it does actually matter because I will get kicked out if I drop below a three. So oh. yes, That's I was just
3: the GPA doesn't matter.
1: I was just trying to make you make, make, to cheer you on,
0: but and I and, I, and, and, I, I, and I
2: appreciate that.
0: It didn't work. Welcome to say so You Think You Can Fan in. Hi. Oh, wait, I didn't introduce myself. I'm the second of two biology graduates. Hey, what's your name? And
1: I'm Jake. I'm Kai.
0: And that's Jake. I, Kai.
1: I have I, no credentials.
0: You're a cool guy. That's your credentials. My Certified credentials fan are that writer. I... Funniest man on the podcast. That's true. My credentials are that I
1: are that I slay pussy.
0: Yes. You also
1: play a researcher on TV. Yeah, I do play a scientist on the
0: SCP wiki. You're also the funniest man on the podcast. That's debatable. Uh no, Ralph voted for the funniest. That's
1: true. There you go. I didn't mean to blaspheme. Sorry, Ralph.
2: So what we have today is a fanfic that goes down in history for us. Because um, it was a bit of a wake-up call. Uh, not only because of the quality of the, this fanfiction, because it was really good in a time where we were only reading bad things.
3: This raised but the bar. This raised the bar beyond compare.
2: It, it made us realize that our, that our podcast's description was very much... Yeah, we're, we're the make fun of people, make fun of bad fanfic podcasts. Because this is tenderness to you is talk about a bruise. Um, um, by Escheverium who we gave Echevirium a heart attack because they thought we, were, we had somehow found them. T- we're going to target them and then put them on blast on the internet. Which is not what we did at all. And we got that um, all figured out. And she enjoyed the episode, and I hope she listens to this one because uh, she hasn't updated in two years, and we're still waiting for that chapter four. Yeah, we give us even another fanfiction, but we're waiting. We want more.
3: We must consume more. Good if you product. don't give
1: me another chapter of this fanfiction, I'm gonna go see Avatar too. Neither of us want that to happen, but it will. I'm gonna go see Avatar too.
0: I am too and i want that to happen damn
1: why don't we all put going to go see avatar 2 off by a month and then and then go see it in in columbus ohio on the weekend of the 19th through 22nd of january during ohio con 2023 the anime convention that we are attending
2: damn. oh that 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 that's that, that also is something that we should discuss with the audience because we haven't discussed it is that if you want to see all five members of so you think you can fan it, including the one who is hasn't been here in two months, the elusive uh,
3: one, the, the holographic you, card version of us,
2: you, you can you can see Mental. us
0: at Ohio Con. True. Yes, I did say that. Come see us and Mr. Sexism. Yeah, allegedly yes,
3: the the hidden sixth ranger of the podcast.
1: Unless he doesn't want uh, uh, doesn't want people to know
0: he's there, then it's actually me twice. <laughs> it's okay. Nobody listens to our podcast anyways, except Ralph. Except and for do curiosity. you think do you think the FBI listens to our podcast? No, they listen to yeah. you, but not our podcast.
3: <laughs> well, I think by proxy they listen to us.
0: No, they just, no, they just stop video. listening. Whenever Jake isn't on the episode, they stop listening.
3: Whenever he stops talking, they stop listening. Yes, they can only hear him.
0: Also, I just,
2: I just, I just want to point this out um, before before we start. Is one one last real, real quick thing uh, for those for those for those who have been listening to the All Garthton Party. Uh, the release of Part Nine has jacked our audience size back up to seventy, and Part Nine has twenty eight plays. The last episode to do that was our 7006 Session 1 two months ago. So this is the most watched. You guys made that episode the most watched episode in two months. So hats off to all of you. And thank you for listening. Yeah. Except
1: do thank me this. because
0: I was one of those views.
1: This tells me that next thank time we record it. an All Guardsmen Party, we should tell them to listen to other episodes too.
2: <laughs> Just guys, listen to, to all things. of our
0: episodes if you're listening to this one. Now just watch yeah, watch yeah, all watch. of
2: the all guards and party. There's at least ten of them. Just just watch all of them. No
0: no watch all of our episodes. All just in them. general, all like three hundred of them.
2: All right, we probably uh, got three hundred. We don't now, have right? three hundred episodes. We
1: have like two hundred something. I, I think. Don't know. Didn't we stop
0: counting though? We stop did numbering? stop
1: counting. Yes, we did.
0: I I well, uh, I we're uh, in the 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 top. Uh, amount of content creators like we that's true. We're in the the top 1% of content creation
3: in by volume, not by quality. We're in the bottom 1% of quality,
0: so that means give us listens. All right, yeah, Matt, will you narrate?
3: Yes, who's gonna give us the summary?
2: Uh, I can give it the summary. Uh, I think. Um, Jake, I believe you were North Korean cell last time. (laughs) What? You, you, you voiced natural killer cell, or as you called them, North Korean cell. I don't
1: remember Mm -hmm. making that joke, but it does sound like a joke I would make. So yeah, I'll be. I remember that joke.
2: Oh, I dropped my Uh, phone. I will be red. I will be red blood cell, and if white blood cell shows up, uh, Kai can play white blood cell. Okay.
3: All right. Kick us off with the summary.
2: All right. Chapter two: Bone marrow. White blood cell grapples with the complexity of love and shower controls. Red blood cell gets literal egg on her face.
3: Still groggy and half asleep, White Blood cell spent 10 minutes early in the morning desperately trying to figure out Red Blood Cells' shower, plastering himself against the wall to dodge a jet of scalding hot water before it denatured all of his proteins. He eventually figured out the temperature setting and turned it down as low as it would go, sighing underneath the ice-cold water and pushing his wet hair out of his face. He had to use Red Blood Cells' shampoo and body wash, and he felt oddly guilty about it, as if he were stealing. All her towels were too small for him. Her hair dryer didn't work, which maybe explained her permanent cowlick, he thought fondly, and he accidentally knocked half of her skincare products into the sink with a clumsily misplaced elbows he got dressed into his spare change of clothes. He swore under his breath and put them all back as neatly as he could, tidier than how they were originally, in fact. From what he had seen from the rest of her apartment, Red Blood Cell had her own
1: unique kind of organized chaos going on. And it made him hold smart, on, hold smart. on, hold on. Did he say, did it say that no. white blood cell blight b- white blood cell blight white <laughs> blood cell white blood cell steals? No dignity. No dignity. No dignity. No dignity. White blood cell steals? no dignity.
3: I was I was gonna make a very bad bad taste joke, but we're gonna continue. It's gonna taste what does bad, this mean? like semen.
1: Okay. <laughs> what
0: does this bit mean? I'm what, so this bit?
1: White blood still steals no dignity. No dignity.
0: Yeah, what is this?
1: You okay? Hold on, let me get the picture. <laughs> All right. Well, you
3: get the picture. I'm gonna keep reading.
1: No, because I have to explain the picture.
3: Well, let me keep reading, then you can explain. Okay.
1: Well, yeah, I have the picture so, now. Well, okay, all right, Go ahead,
3: cranky pants.
1: So, the, have you you know the Dwayne JoJo memes? Yes. Yes, it's a it's a Dwayne panel. Oh. And it, okay. It's it's it's, it's Josuke saying Koichi steals no dignity.
0: No <laughs> oh,
3: dignity.
0: <laughs> I love that. Thank you for educating me. Hmm. We're all getting
3: educated today. White Blood Cell is also getting educated. He's happy as being educated, too. As he rigorously towel dries his hair, he smiles. He would not have expected anything else from Red Blood Cell. He automatically made the bed to military standards and then made it again from scratch because the hospital corners just didn't look right on her bed, especially one with daisy-patterned bedsheets. He paced around Red Blood Cell's bathroom as he brushed his teeth and looked around in silent fascination. Everything was just absolutely quintessentially her the sunflower yellow paint on the walls the cherry red wooden bed frame with the perfume scented bed sheets the lopsided brightly colored woven rugs scattered on the floorboards a few overgrown leafy potted plants that badly needed watering a stack of dog-eared fan dog-eared fantasy oh, yeah. novels a laptop covered with stickers charging on her desk a small selection of unused dusty makeup a softball bat leather pitching glove and fielder's mask a spare work uniform hanging at the back of the door bright pink sticky notes reminding her to not forget her keys at notepad all on her mirror.
1: I got bad news, man. Yeah, you you misspoke two paragraphs ago, and I was muted, so I couldn't correct you. What did you? You did said I mean? bath. You said bathroom instead of bedroom. Ah. Uh, thank you. No dignity. <sighs> okay. No dignity. <laughs>
3: Think of how sterile and Spartan his own dormitory room had been in comparison with its stark walls and metallic fixtures. It was strange to think that it no longer existed. Neutrophils were allowed to have personal belongings in their rooms, but there were limits. The only perks were having a lock on the door and having access to a private bathroom. White blood cell had to share a kitchen with his squad mates, and that was bad enough. He had known them since they were all myelocytes. Myelocytes. Dad, it's ready. And he loved them all like brothers, and he would die for any of them without hesitation, literally. But the thought of having to share a, a bathroom with them, it made him shudder. Red Blood Cell had dozens of photos of her with friends pinned to the walls, too. And White Blood Cell recognized a few of the faces in them and drew an embarrassing blank on most of the others. There were lots of pictures of her hanging out with AA5100, her mentor, and a proud selfie with her new rookie, NT4201. A faded photo showed her as a newly born precursor cell in the arms of a beaming macrophage. Her class photo was framed even though she could barely be seen in the top row, most of her face hidden shyly beneath her black graduation cap. His heart leapt when he found two photos of him and Red Blood Cell together. The first was at a tacky tourist spot at the stomach, their faces backlit by the molten red light of the gastric acid tanks. Red blood cell looked as cheerful as ever, but white blood cell seemed stiff and uncomfortable, even vaguely annoyed at being caught in the photo. This was just before the parasitic. What is that? Any? Uh, I need. I need a. I need a, biology, any, a biologist. Anasakis. Anasakis? Can I get a confirmation, yes. double opinion on that?
2: Yes. Well, I guess. And I, I, to, I, I Anna took. I took it from the Wikipedia page.
3: Mmm. Big thinking.
2: What are Anasakis. Uh, parasitic nematodes.
1: Oh my god, like SpongeBob. That's horrible. Like SpongeBob Nematodes! Like, Aw, nematodes!
3: <laughs> no Bob. dignity! Spongebob. White Blood Cell recalled the parasitic attack, and before he and Red Blood Cell had met... I need to call another biologist.
0: Eosinophil? I don't know. Uh, it's eosinophil?
1: Eosinophil. 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 Hold on. It's probably Wikipedia, the free encyclopedia. Um. No, there's no wait pronunciation. E. I don't know how the I don't I don't know.
3: I'm just gonna call it eosinophil.
1: E. O
3: eosinophil eosinophil. Okay. eosinophil per wikipedia mm-hmm. the free encyclopedia right. so it was before he and red blood cell had met eosinophil and they had just barely become friends at this point having spent the previous three days trapped together in the platelets fibrin two work acquaintances slowly getting to know one another by proximity and necessity No small wonder he seemed so uncomfortable in the photo. White blood Cell's skin had been practically shivering off from overstimulation, feeling hypersensitive and overwhelmed, having had no time to decompress from his stint in the red blood clot. He recognized that expression on his face perfectly. That was the tight, unhappy face of a man who wanted to be alone in a dark, quiet room for a while, to recharge away from any sensory or social input whatsoever. But he just couldn't explain that desperate, dire need to anyone.
1: Poor red. Oh no, this is a uh, white blood cell thoughts. Who is white blood cell?
0: Oh, sorry, that's me. Okay. Oh my god, it's Kai. Poor red blood cell.
3: He thought automatically. She'd invited him out of that out to, to that kitschy tourist trap with good intentions, excited over making a new friend, and all white blood cell had done was talk in monosyllables and slouch around, and then eventually run off after being alerted to the vibrio invasion. <laughs> is a vibrio? Puppet Vibrio, relieved to have an excuse to cancel on her. None of it had been her fault, and it wasn't personal, but she had probably felt more than a little abandoned. It was a particular feeling to want to go back in time and punch your past self in the mouth. Still, Red Blood Cell must have had some fond memories of that day. Otherwise, why else would she go to the effort of printing out the photo and pinning it up so proudly on her bed wall? The second photo was a vast improvement, thankfully. A photo of them both at the water park near the epidermis shortly after he had collapsed from heat stress last month. She had escorted him to the medical area, keeping him company as he cooled down, rehydrated, and recovered, even helpfully flapping a fan at his face to mimic a breeze. They'd bickered amiably for a while about him taking his jacket off. White Blood Cell had argued in favor of uniform regulations. Red Blood Cell had countered in the vein of...
2: You had just nearly died, dude. Hello? white blood cell why, why did it. you say it like that
1: <laughs> <laughs> why did why was your why was that was scary hello dude hello you, you it was like I don't know how to put in the words but it was scary no response no response no response he's He's, he's, does there he's need shaking to be a response? I said
2: the line. There was nothing wrong with it.
1: Say the line, Bart. No dignity. No dignity. That's just going to be this whole episode. It's just us going, mm-hmm. no dignity.
3: Yeah. I think so. Works for me. You want to know why? Why? Because you have, have no d- dignity.
0: <laughs> that hurt my lungs. That was scary. <laughs>
3: this is a scary episode. This is the horror episode, actually. Not the educational episode. Well, we'll hallow- welcome
1: educational to the story. Halloween episode. So you think thinking of Fanon. We're two mm. months late.
3: <laughs> or ten months early.
0: <clears throat>
3: yeah. White Blood Cell had conceded to her by unbuttoning the top buttons of his jacket, to which she responded with,
2: Wow, two whole buttons?
3: And he'd just laugh soundlessly until his stomach hurt because he couldn't figure out if she was being sarcastic or not, and that somehow just made it even funnier for him. It was so easy to laugh with her around. That was likely why he was smiling so much in the second photo, holding matching bottles of aloe vera drink with her, both of them leaning into one another's personal space. They'd been flushed and sweaty, hair sticking to their damp foreheads, and White Blood Cell barely recognized his own face in the photo because he looked so relaxed. He'd been thrilled that day because red blood cell had taken to dragging him around by his sleeve, and white blood cell had assumed that was about as close to holding hands as they were ever going to get. He'd been swiftly proven wrong since they had held hands for the first time a few days ago in the aftermath of the hemorrhagic shock, but that had held no romantic overtures whatsoever. That had simply been two friends clinging to each other after a traumatic event, grateful that the other person was alive. They'd sat there together in the rubble, silently drinking tea out of paper cups, red blood cells soothingly rubbing circles into the back of his gloved hand with her thumb. He couldn't even remember who had held whose hand first, or if they had just mutually reached out to one another, seeking comfort. White blood cell had spent much of that silence contemplating how, upon seeing the first microsecond of the encroaching head wound, he hadn't even considered his own impending death. He just had the fleeting, regretful thought of,
0: I didn't even get to tell her how much I liked her.
3: And yet, last night, he had the chance to hold her hand for a second or two, and feeling her hand, her skin against his own, had made him want to go to war. It made him finally understand the literature and poetry that he'd been forced to read in school when he was younger, a preemptive attempt by the teacher to civilize the aggressively maturing myelocytes, and gentle... Gentle the violent impulses that they had harbored. white blood cell had been baffled, but oddly intrigued by the newness, the softness, of this brand new world outside of his own. He had pestered his neutrophil teacher with questions outside of class, tugging on the hem of his
0: uniform jacket. Sir, how do you know when you're in love with someone, like in the books?
3: His teacher stared down at him, clearly taken aback by the earnestness of the question and the unusual subject matter. Unsurprisingly, White Blood Cell had been an intense and solemn child, but he had also been one of the more thoughtful and sensitive boys, too.
1: Jacob? Do you want me to be the, 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 the U-1110? One, one, one yes. Okay, I'll do it. Well, uh... He answered slowly,
3: squatting down to talk to White Blood Cell face-to-face. He noticed my
1: blood cells. Damn, he's stuffing his face while he reads.
2: Oh yeah, I am. Oh, Mm -hmm.
1: it's a salad. No dignity. No dignity. Um,
3: you know what, Sergio? Go ahead and narrate for a bit. I want to finish the salad.
2: All right. Sweating to talk down the white blood cell face-to-face, he noticed the white blood cell shoe was untied, laces dragging behind him, and fixed it while talking to him. Gee, that's a
1: tough one, in my opinion. It's when you want to always
0: protect
2: that person and keep them safe and
0: be strong for
2: them. White blood cell had frowned down at his neatly tied shoe. Skeptical.
0: But that's what I do it as, as a grown-up, anyway, he had said. I can't love all the cells I protect. That's just too many. His teacher had chuckled at that. That's true. He can see it. You'll just love the one person.
1: To tell you the truth, when you love someone for real, not only do you have to be strong for them, but you have to allow yourself to be weak, too. Okay. 1146, if I used the word vulnerable, would you know what that means?
0: That's the word for when there's no armor on a germ and you have to get in close and aim for its squidgy parts. That's
1: so sexy. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I mean, you do like that with self people you love. off
1: promptly. Correct. Well, with love, it's kind of the same thing. You can't get close if someone's wearing armor. Like when you boys wear your helmets and safety pads during drills and can't hug each other properly until you've taken them off, right?
3: White blood self had attention. nodded at him. Are yes, just honey. Are we ignore what Kai said? <laughs> Are we just going to put that under the... Are we just going to leave that there? <laughs> what did
2: he yeah. say? Yeah. Uh, no, be,
0: I
1: we are just gonna we, it. we are just gonna it. No, we are just gonna ignore it. We're just
3: going okay. It. You're going to have to scroll back on the uh You'll have to track.
1: listen through the audio later to find out what he what said. He never said. Lived, he listens yeah. through
2: the audio. Come That's true.
1: He hates us.
2: He liked hugging his classmates, especially U4989, U2048, and U2626, because none of the other cells growing up in the bone marrow would ever go near them. Neither the eosinophilic myelocyte girls in their pastel pink dresses and wooden weapons, nor the silent basophilic myelocyte boys with their cartoon frog-themed umbrellas played with them. Faced with such an obvious rejection from their peers, the neutrophilic myelocytes tended to hunt together, huddled together, isolating themselves out of necessity to avoid bullying. Um, Biology lesson here, Um, the myelocytes are a white blood cell precursor that turn into three different types of cells. The neutrophilics become neutrophils. You know them as white blood cells. Uh, The eosinophilics become eosinophils, which are um, immune cells that take out parasites. And then uh, the basophilics, which become basophils. And the... I can't remember what a basophil is off the top of my head. I want to say it's a B cell. And the B cells are the ones that release the uh, antibodies.
1: The B cell is what releases the bussy, right? That's what the B stands
2: for. Uh yes, is the is the the B cell. They, they 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 release histamine and all the funny things that give you allergic reactions.
1: The bussy cell.
2: No, that's all I'm saying on that. It didn't help that they physically sur- suck out like sore thumbs, alien-looking with their paper-white skin, colorless hair, and dark, somber eyes. But it wasn't the rumors that swirled around them that hurt their reputation the most. White Blood Cell remembered the exact day that he had learned the word cannibal when visiting a group of pro- pro-lymphocytes. Uh, that had shouted at him and his friends while at the playground. He hadn't even understood what it meant. He just instinctively knew that it meant something bad. They had all sought out their teacher to ask what it meant, and U110's face had fallen, his eyes overly wet and bright. He had hugged them tight one by one and promised them that they weren't cannibals and that it was a horrible lie about the important job they do as grown-ups. Of all the cell types in the bone marrow, the myelocytes saw the erythroblasts the least, if at all. The red blood cell children lived in the blood vessels on the other side of the vast school grounds, separated by a large imposing wall. The white blood cell children resided on the borders of the marrow itself. Occasionally, they would catch a flash of the cheerful red uniforms through the wrought iron gates, captivated as the erythroblasts would parade past holding hands, a macrophage leading at the front. Once, white blood cell had caught a teacher staring wistfully at a particular macrophage with long braided caramel colored hair, asked naively if she was his wife, and U110 said quietly, Maybe someday, son, if I'm ever brave enough to ask... White Blood Cell knew how fortunate he was to have grown up surrounded by love. Despite being born and raised as a living weapon, despite being feared and despised by cells from birth to present, he had experienced the brotherly love of his fellow mielocytes and the parental, paternal love of his teacher. But witnessing the raw, unrequited love seemed more frightening to him than any battling any germ or virus. He hadn't understood why anyone would willingly submit themselves to that pain. It was no wonder the neutrophils usually preferred to remain bachelors, what with their shorter lifespan and high risk
0: of dying on the job. When you love somebody else, you can take your armor off when they're around.
2: White Blood Cell had clarified, scrunching up his face in thought.
0: Oh, because you feel safe. That's right.
2: 1110 had said, smiling and rearranging the White Blood Cell's cap so it sat neater on his hair.
1: You're a smart kid, 1146. But it doesn't always have to mean physical armor. People have armor around their hearts, too. Taking that off is harder. Some people can't do it, and we neutrophils sometimes never take it off. But vulnerability is good, I promise you. You can't love without it, and love is definitely worth letting your guard down.
2: In the other room, a phone alarm went off, and White Blood Cell heard Red Blood Cell sleepily groan and switch it off in a few attempts. He slipped noiselessly into the kitchen via the living room to make her a cup of coffee, hoping the smell would tempt her to get up. It proved fruitless, as she remained an unmoving lump on the couch. Eventually, White Blood Cell gave up and brought it over to her. Putting it on the side table, the only sign of life from her was her tangled hair poking out from underneath the blankets. Cowlick swaying as she breathed. He gently tapped her forehead a few times. Okay, after I finish this. With the flat of his fingernail, and she grumbled wordlessly, pushing the blanket down off her face. She didn't even bother opening her eyes. Coffee's on the side for you.
3: He said, gently. Mmm. She replied, her lips barely moving at all. Thanks.
0: You have to wake up to drink it.
3: He told her, gently smiling. Nah. Nah. She said nonsensically, still half asleep, her hand fumbling around blindly to find it. He wisely moved it out of her reach. She made a very sad noise. Come on. He said very softly to her.
0: You'll lose your job if you're late. My job. <laughs> <laughs>
2: of his accent, she Why did he say it like setup. Borat?
1: <laughs> My That's job.
0: That's how it's written.
1: <laughs> my job. Borat. Borat with a job be like, <clears throat> my job. My job. My I
0: job. Am, said I the am the red Borat
1: cell.
3: So. <laughs> red the
0: Borat cell. So. Oh my gosh.
3: Now what about white Borat cell? So? Is he a is he a criminal?
1: <laughs> Why would he be a criminal?
3: Because white blood cells are fucking insane. Because right. he's boring. <clears throat> she forced herself to sit up and finally cracked open her puffy eyes, reaching over for her coffee.
2: Fine, look, I'm awake and a productive member of society.
3: She blared she stared blearily into her cup. Morning. White blood cell sat on the arm of the couch, wanting to trace the pillow crease in her cheek with his fingertips.
0: Good morning to you, too. How'd you sleep?
3: She asked, yawning and taking a terrifyingly long gulp of very hot coffee. How her proteins didn't simply denature from the inside out was beyond him. Erythrocytes were surprisingly robust, unlike neutrophils, who were more akin to glass cannons.
2: Was it totally weird sleeping outside of your dorm for the first time?
0: Actually, it was the best I've slept in years.
3: White Blood Cell wanted to tell her, but he didn't. Seven solid hours of nightmare-free sleep was almost unheard of for him, and he felt abnormally well-rested. Even so, it had taken him a while to adjust to the heart-pounding intimacy of being in Red Blood Cell's bed, breathing in the scent of her perfume and fitting his large, unwieldy body into the slight dip in the mattress where she usually lay. Then he had to go and make a fool of himself by waking her up, and apologizing to her. The memory made him want to curl up into a ball and dissolve from second-hand embarrassment, but he'd much rather suffer temporary humiliation than have Red Blood Cell upset with him. Her happiness and safety would always have priority over his own.
0: I slept well enough. It was nice to not be kept awake by you 2001 snoring through the wall for once. Isn't that the band that like got
1: put on iTunes?
0: <laughs> yes. With
1: Bono? <laughs>
0: yes. That one.
1: That one. Remember Bono? Yes. Do you? Yeah. Who he wrote he wrote music for uh fucking what's it called? Didn't he write the music for the Spider-Man musical? What? Yes, Bono wrote the music for the Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark Musical.
0: What? Impressive.
1: Yeah. That's a a thing? Yeah, it's bad. (laughs) Yeah, uh, people like died (laughs) making it and then it was really bad. (laughs) Oh. Um, Like six different actors got hurt. Just like, because it was, because it's, they were, they're all on the wires, they like, they're all wires flying through the air, and the wires kept snapping, and they'd fall. But, like, what?
3: wire work is one of the oldest kinds of stun work. It should be, like, super easy and super safe.
1: What the fuck? Um, well. That's awful? No. No. Okay. It was bad, <laughs> and it was, people kept getting hurt.
3: We should do a fanfic episode on that. Anyways. Red Blood Cell. Say the line.
2: You're so mean. I'm gonna mention to that to him next time I see him. He'll be like, How did you come by this information, you vile little red demon? And I'll be like, Oh, I have my ways. And tap my nose very smugly.
0: Oh, don't worry, he's aware. Who taps their nose?
2: For
1: any reason other than doing cocaine?
0: No one. Uh, We all have to sleep with earplugs in, but we can't say anything to his face because he's a senior neutrophil and he outranks us.
3: She grinned into her coffee, fixing a loose bra strap that had fallen off her shoulder. My blood cell was suddenly, acutely, painfully aware of how undressed she was under the blanket and his skin rapidly fell too tight and warm on his muscles and bones. I should let you get ready for work. He said, leaping to his feet and staring intently up at the ceiling as if he were fascinated with the light fixtures. He flexed his hands into fists and then relaxed them
2: repeatedly.
0: Do you want me to make you breakfast?
2: I usually just have a granola bar on the way out the the door. Look, you don't have to do that for me. You're a guest. Please? Uh, well, okay.
3: She warmed to the idea straight away. Everything about red blood cell was dependable, including the fact that her stomach ruled very firmly over her heart.
2: Well, I haven't had a hot breakfast in ages. I can't even remember what I usually have. Something sweet?
3: She pulled a revolted face at him.
0: Not as soon as I wake up. I thought erythrocytes loved sugar he said, confused.
2: Yeah, I snack on the job so I don't collapse from the lack of glucose. I don't live on ice cream just because I'm an erythrocyte. When you wake up in the morning, do you go to town on a bowl of germ legs because you're a neutrophil?
0: A whole bowl of germ legs? No, that's way too much.
3: Red Blood Cell looked at him with a perfect poker face, chewing on the insides of her cheeks and silently daring him to laugh with her eyes white blood cell tried to tamp down the corner of his mouth that was twitching uncontrollably and he matched her stare evenly he tried not to think of how painless it was for him to make eye contact with her they did this a lot competing to see who could make the other's composure break first
0: i usually just blend them into my protein shake
3: he could see her starting to quiver from suppressed mirth
0: for the gains
3: he added deadpan flexing a bicep unenthusiastically Red Blood Cell rolled onto her back and helplessly shrieked with laughter. White Blood Cell had to clink, clamp, clamp a hand over his nose and mouth to stop himself from letting out an undignified snort, but his shoulders betrayed him by shaking as he laughed soundlessly. Dumbass. Said Red Blood Cell affectionately when she caught her breath, shaking her head and throwing a decorative cushion at White Blood Cell's head, which he caught with practice ease.
2: I like fried eggs on toast. Do you think you'll be able to swing
0: that? I'm not completely incompetent,
3: he said, amused at her very low expectations.
0: None of the guys I know can can cook.
2: They all live on takeout.
0: Red Blood Cell, I saw all your takeout containers in the recycling. Anyway, time for a shower!
2: She
3: said loudly, standing up and walking out with her blanket wrapped around her, half of it dragging on the floor like the train of a wedding dress. He sincerely hoped she knew how funny she was. A few minutes later, White Blood Cell heard her startled shriek from the bathroom. He dropped the spatula he was using, bent his knees, and reached automatically for the absent sheath at his left hip. His instincts screaming at him to find his weapons. Gun. Cold. She howled from inside the shower, her voice echoing off the tiles clearly.
2: So cold. White Blood Cell, I'm
0: going to kill you. I really mean it. Oh, the temperature setting.
3: He straightened up and stared guiltily down at the eggs spluttering and.
0: I don't. And I don't understand
1: fan. how this shower works.
0: Yeah, that's odd.
1: My shower just—I just turn it on, and well, I the set way the way temperature to... by turning the shower on and turning it to where I want it.
3: The only way that she, this would happen to her is if she's really fucking dumb. But there are showers where, like, it's um. It's a handle that you pull out to let the water out, but you have to rotate it clockwise or counterclockwise to make it cold or hot. I imagine she's just so There's... dumb she she literally doesn't do that ever.
1: Okay, I realize that this is how your shower works. also, you have to set the temperature before you turn it on. Yeah so I guess I'm out. I guess I'm a fool. I guess I have used a shower like that.
0: Mine just starts cold.
1: Yeah, mine turns left, and the lefter it gets, the hotter it gets. Yes,
0: well, I have two knobs, but same, same. Dude. Two? What the hell is wrong with you? Two knobs? It was. Everybody's heart-ready got heart-ready.
1: two knobs in it.
2: <laughs> oh.
0: Balls.
3: It took white blood cell a while to get the <laughs> heart rate and breathing back under control. She's fine. <laughs> He told himself, again and again, looping in his head, forcing his bloodlust down, willing away the red mist that threatened her his vision to take over.
0: There's no danger. She's safe. Calm down.
3: Five minutes later, Red Blood Cell emerged in a bathrobe, looking quite grim. She glared from her bedroom door, pointed menacingly at him, and made a neck-ringing motion.
0: Over easy sunny side up.
2: Over easy. Also,
0: die. She added cheerily,
3: shutting the door. Love you too, White Wadsell Almost replied, and he felt the tips of his ears burn hot. He flipped one of the eggs a little too aggressively, broke the yolk, and sighed.
1: Um, do you want Speaking of eggs being cooked, do you want to learn something? Do you want to learn? So- <laughs> do you want to hear something that I learned? Do you want to hear something that I learned? Mm-hmm. I learned that my mother does mm-hmm. not know how to make an egg that isn't runny. That's unfortunate. But she doesn't know how to make an egg that isn't runny She tried to and failed
0: that's sad I don't know that how you up. i feel sorry that up. for you,
1: you just you, you, it wasn't well there were my eggs okay. My, my mom's boyfriend was over, and he wanted he did not like runny eggs, and he said, "I don't want runny eggs." And she said, "Okay." And then she made eggs, and I came out, and I said, "There's a lot of yolk in these eggs." <laughs> mm. And she's like, "No, nah, it's fine. It's fine." And then it wasn't fine, and he was like, "I don't like these." And then I, I ate them instead, and I also didn't really like them because I don't. So like they were your eggs, eggs then. Well no, they were his eggs, but I and then I ate them. I commandeered them. them. I am a breakfast imperialist. I will eat anything untouched. Jacob is
3: the Imperium of Mankind when it comes to breakfast foods.
1: Yeah. Or like England, I guess. Your mom
3: is your mom is the fucking chaos.
1: (laughs) My mom is my mom is unguarded third world countries and I am the British Empire. Do you want to rephrase that one? This, I lost um, this metaphor somewhere. Do you way.
3: want to rephrase that one, son? My mom's mm. breakfast
1: is 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 unguarded. No, third you've, lost, you've lost
3: your metaphor privileges. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm taking them away.
1: Uh I came out wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I came out wrong. You knew what I meant. You knew what I meant. I, I
3: I know that you said your mom is unguarded third world countries and you are the British Empire, presumably <laughs> preparing to do
0: something to the
1: unguarded let's third world Let's not think countries. about this any harder and continue on with the fanfiction. <laughs>
3: okay. Yes,
0: let's read this lovely fanfic
3: yes yes, we gotta stop corrupting good good it is very
0: wholesome and I like it very much it is wholesome
3: they'd exchanged goodbyes while white blood cell was elbow deep in soapy hot water busy washing up the dishes from breakfast and it felt so painfully domestic that it made his stomach clench he'd suffocated the urge to kiss her on the cheek at the door and instead told her that she had egg yolk on her chin she replied with
2: oh ah, darn it can you get it for me
3: without a shred of self-consciousness and jutted out her jaw obediently as white blood cell wiped it off with a damp paper towel rolling his eyes at her laziness
2: i'll text you and let you know if i can meet you for lunch
3: she said, patting down her pockets for the third time, mouthing, phone, notepad, keys, when she felt the shape of them through her clothes. While she had been distracted by breakfast, White Blood Cell had surreptitiously slipped a few protein bars, a bottle of water, and a canned energy drink into her satchel, so that she didn't have time, have to waste time stopping at a vending machine during her routes.
1: This is famously what we do at and HQ. Yes.
2: Indeed. I can't promise anything, because sometimes my deliveries run behind schedule, and I have to work through my breaks, you know?
0: wonder why that happens.
2: A mystery we'll have to take to our graves.
3: She said, shaking her head in mock sorrow.
2: Oh, shoot, before I forget here, I want you to have my set of keys. I got the spares, don't worry. And obviously you're not going to want to be cooped up in my apartment all day, and this way you don't have to come find me to let yourself back in.
3: She smiled confidently up at him, pressing the keys into his hand. The metal was warm from her skin as she hadn't put on her white gloves yet. White blood cells stared down at them. The main key had the apartment number stamped on it, and she had a key ring with that stupid, spherical WBC mascot on one side and their emergency hotline printed on the other. Written in faded permanent marker underneath the hotline was White Blood Cells' extension number, 1146. For some reason, she'd added three exclamation marks after it. Oh. He said, instead of saying thank you like a normal person.
2: I used to think that the mascot was supposed to be a rice ball.
3: She said, completely oblivious to his utter delight.
2: It uh, it took me months to realize that it was supposed to be like a cartoony version of you guys. I'm so dumb, honestly.
0: It does look like a rice ball. He eventually replied while pocketing the keys. And you're not dumb. Stop saying that.
2: At least you guys get a mascot.
0: She said
3: grumpily, halfway out the door.
2: Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
3: He said back, and then... Wondered why that felt so very familiar. Red Redwoodsill had told him that he could help himself to anything in the apartment, not just food and drinks, but also her television, game consoles, books, laptops, music CDs, and more. He thanked her for her generosity and trust in him, and then was much too terrified to even touch anything. Instead, he spent an hour sharpening all six of his main knives, another half hour honing all of his throwing knives, and 19 minutes bleaching and laundering his primary uniform, hanging it out to dry on the balcony. Afterwards, he spent an hour wandering aimlessly around the apartment and doing non-intrusive chores, watering red blood cells, poor neglected plants, dust the shells, vacuuming all the floors, and wiping down the kitchen countertops. At noon, he had completely run out of things to do and slumped guiltily down on the couch, arms spread out across the back. Ah, screw it. Maybe he wasn't cut out for short-term leave, he thought to himself, staring up the ceiling. Neutrophils worked in 24-hour staggered shifts. 24 hours on, 24 off, 24 on, 24 off, 24 on, and, 20, and then 48 off. While on duty, they would split their time between patrolling the body in search of threats or being on call at the barracks scattered around the world. White Blood Cell personally preferred being on patrol. More chance of crossing paths with Red Blood Cell and keeping her out of trouble that way. There were advantages to being on call at the garrison, though, being able to steal an hour's nap in one of the hot racks, eating something that wasn't an antigen, using the rec rooms to play cards with the WCBC platoons, or even just killing time by working out in the gym or sparring. If they received orders from the dendritic or mast cells, alerting them to an evasion or requesting backup for the macrophages, they would leap into action instantly, transmigrating to whatever they were needed in the body. While off-duty, white blood cell was filled with a restless and ravenous energy that only work could alleviate. It was unique to neutrophils, as none of the other immune cells ever, ever knew what they were talking about when they mentioned the permanent bloodlust that simmered so dangerously near the surface. He tried to keep it at bay with exercise, with training, with socializing, with hobbies, but there was only so much that could push it back. Killer T had once offhandedly let slip that other immune cells privately referred to neutrophils as the Berserker Core. And truth be told, white blood cell couldn't deny the unflattering code name. When their receptors detected an antigen and sang out a warning, all sense of self slipped away, especially once they had received the burst of cytokine proteins through their vast vest sensors, interferon and interleukin flooding their bodies. The red haze would settle over white blood cells vision, blinkering him to anything else other than the hunt and the kill it would only lift once the enemy was dead and partially consumed in a mindless frenzy, flesh stuck in his molars and dangling off incisors, can you imagine if this wasn't talking about human cells yes that would be so fucking awesome, wouldn't it? (sighs) It it's metal as fuck kill Although I guess Sergio's model has always been that the human body is metal as fuck. So
0: it really is. It is. Bodies in general are metal as fuck.
3: You'll have to give us a a biology fact at the end of this about the most heavy metal fact that you think there is about the human body.
2: Oh, I have a Something I have a little know. rant to go to go over with about B cells at the end of this yeah. that I just remembered, but we'll talk about the, it at the end.
3: The bussy cell?
2: No, the bussy cell. The (gasps) B-lymphocytes. Okay. Yeah,
1: the (laughs) B-lymphocytes.
3: There was never any pride in his hard work. Only a bone-deep fatigue and a powerful suffocating sense of shame that accompanied the coppery taste in his mouth. White blood cell would always hunch his shoulders against the whispers surrounding him, hiding his face under his cap while mechanically dissolving the half-eaten cadavers with his enzyme spray. Since meeting Red Blood Cell, however, he seemed to have inadvertently wrestled control of that berserker impulse, clinging onto his sense of self if she was in the vicinity. And even sometimes after she had departed, the compulsion would still be there. But White Blood Cell acknowledged it as background noise, peering through the red mist instead of it blinding him. It was as if Red Blood Cell stabilized him and tethered him to reality her strange fearlessness and complete disregard for social norms, shaking him out of the murderous trances he sank into. Red Blood Cell would just casually waltz up to him and offer a tissue to mop the blood off his skin and hair, cheerfully complimenting his hard work, even as he unhinged his jaw and tore out half of a bacterium's torso to phagocytis? Phagocytis? Um.
2: Phagocytis?
0: Phagocytize?
2: Because it's, it's, it's phagocyte. Um, so phagocytize.
0: Phagocytize. Phagocytize. Okay. Phagocytize. <laughs> phagocytize. I think it just sounds fancy.
3: It does sound very fancy. I was going to say it in a very unflattering way, but I'll keep going. She was just so goddamn weird that it actually broke white blood cells programming was half the reason he loved her so much nobody else could do that to him white blood cell got up and retrieved his two-way radio cycling through all the neutrophil channels a through z listening to the reassuring competent chatter of his fellow first responders the body was doing just fine without him and it was arrogant to assume otherwise white blood cell flicked back to his squad channel from sheer muscle memory
0: this is U one one four six does anyone copy over
3: There was a minute of silence, and then a crackle of static came with Jacob's voice.
1: This is you, four, nine, eight, nine. I knew that was the voice you were going to do. I
0: knew it. I knew it. (laughs)
1: Fine, I'll change the voice if, you, no, if you're no, so I mad love about it. it. No, I love it. That's why I knew we were going to Request in that, you 1146. Respect the parameters of short term leave and use a phone like a normal fucking person <laughs> instead of cluttering the fog for shill comms.
3: Over. White Blood Cell pressed down on the respond button to swear back at the annoying little shit but exercised restraint.
0: Thank you, 4989.
3: He replied evenly, refusing to stoop to his squadmate's level.
0: Noted. Over and
3: out. His phone buzzed with dozens of notifications in a row after he turned it back on. Scrolling through them, he saw that the group chat had been busy that morning. You didn't have to publicly own him that hard.
1: Shut up, Lamau. What if our bosses were listening and I had to play hardball over? Oh, that poor fucking
3: guy. Yo, there he is. He just came online.
1: Hey, 1146. What's up, over?
3: It's okay, Grandpa. Take your time. We know you're bad with technology. White Blood Cell <laughs> barely used his phone, so he was a slow texter. But that was still... rude. Before he'd met Red Blood Cell, his only friends had been his squad mates, and they lived together and worked together. If they had to communicate, they'd do so in person or through the walkie-talkies. It was only since he Red Blood Cell had exchanged numbers that he even learned how to use his phone regularly, mood-lifting whenever he received a message from her. His squadmates would jeer affectionately at him whenever White Blood Cell would bend over his phone with a small smile on his face, but he ignored them. Red Blood Cell texted him several times a day and sent him funny pictures of things she came across during her circulations. He treasured those little snapshots into her life so much, like little jewels. Still, he couldn't deny that it was fun to talk with his squad in the group chat without their superiors breathing down their necks.
0: I hate leave. I'm dying from boredom and I want to kill something.
3: Same, LOL, over. Oh, uh, you're preaching to the choir here, dude. Hey, 4989, calm down in the caps lock, you're giving me a migraine.
1: Sorry. Sorry.
3: If you scroll up 1146, you can see all the messages from us this morning. Just nonstop bitching about how fucking bored we all are.
0: None of us could last
3: half a day, huh? Eh, it's not your fault if our, you know, dorms collapsed with all of our stuff inside. Now we can't even do the things we like on this fucking mandatory shitty ass leave. I know we'll get replacements, but
1: still, my game consoles, bro. QQ over.
0: Oh, Red Blood Cell has a few game consoles in her apartment. Maybe she could let you borrow them, or you could come over.
1: Dude, <laughs> this is the best line <laughs> I've ever read in my life. You stayed with Red Blood Cell GF, tomboy GF.
3: Nice little bragging about your girlfriend, dude. I this is this is what gets me. The author. Knows exactly how to write texts, and worse, it's exactly how we write texts <laughs> to each other. It's exactly how we talk to each other.
1: The spamming question marks is something I do all the time.
3: It's, a, it's it feels like you and Sam bullying like Sergio or Kai. That's what this feels like to me.
2: <clears throat>
3: White blood cells sighed out all the air in his lungs at the predictable responses. <sighs>
0: She's not my... Look, fuck off.
3: Man, we all saw you holding hands the other day. How's she doing, though?
0: She's fine. But to reiterate, she's not my girlfriend.
1: He said it twice, so it must be true.
0: At 4989, just a heads up. I'm gonna kick your ass the next time I see you. (laughs) Try it, coward. You won't. I'm jacked, bro.
3: Speaking of, I forgot to mention, we temporarily have permission to use the T-cell training grounds if we want, I think that's where twenty six twenty six got to earlier.
0: Let's fucking go! <laughs> Honestly, that does sound way more appealing than just sitting here doing nothing. He oh wait, he
3: wait,
1: went he he went to the supraclavicular lymph node, I think. Sorry, drinking water at 1146. Do you want to meet us there in like 15 to 20 minutes? Sure thing.
3: 4989. Genuine question, man. How is it that you can't pronounce this shit, but you can easily spell it?
1: Autocorrect does
3: the work for me. LMAO. White blood cell rolled his eyes, muted the chat and put the phone in his pocket. He was already dressed for the gym as he had to sleep in his regulation sweatpants last night, and he had put on a fresh T-shirt after his shower. His uniform was nowhere close to drying the line outside. His boots were still soaking in a bleach concoction in the sink, thanks to a particularly stubborn bloodstain. So White Blood Cell went to dig out his sneakers from his duffel bag. As he was tying his laces, he spotted a photo that had unstuck from the wall and had slid under the desk, a white corner of it peeking out. He stood up to fix it and froze in place, staring down at the Polaroid with his heart hammering in his ears. It was Red Blood Cell as a child, as an erythroblast. It was the girl. What the fuck he is an erythro-
1: erythroblast? Red
3: blood cells out as
2: a, Uh so, so, as I mentioned before, uh, before they mature into adult white and red blood cells, they go through a lot of different forms. Uh, an erythroblast is a red blood cell that still has its nucleus, I believe, and then it gets torn out and then it becomes a red blood cell.
3: Hmm.
0: Damn. How had he nev- what? I said puberty.
3: Puberty, yes. Puberty your moment in the nucleus torn out. That, that I mean that's how human puberty works, right? Just on a wide scale. Sure. Okay. How had he never put two and two together. Seeing that curl of hers combined with a red woolen tame gave a white blood cell such a rush of nostalgic vertigo that he had to sit down heavily on the bed, one hand over his mouth. Her wild hair was the same. Her doe-like hazel eyes were the same. Her permanently grazed knees were the same. The dimple in her cheek was the same. He remembered holding her hand in his, both of them chubby and damp in the way all children's palms were. They'd both been so small and scared, but White Blood Cell distinctly recalled the furious conviction he had felt back then, how he would have died for her. It was funny how that had never changed. As a child, it was out of duty, and as an adult, it was...
0: Well, it had to be you. I couldn't have loved anyone else.
3: Good chapter. Go chapter. Good chapter. Good chapter. Good chapter. Good very good. Chapter. Why is this so good?
1: Seriously. Like, unironically.
3: Because it's
0: well written.
3: Why My the dog fuck is, mad is it so good? the
0: chapter is
2: so good.
1: Yeah, no, I enjoyed it a lot. It's
2: very heartwarming. And now I mm-hmm. get to vent about... Uh, B cells and T cells and stupid naming conventions. So I was wrong. Yes. A basophil is not a is not is not a B cell. B cells a different thing. Is a B lymphocyte also known as a B cell. And there's also T lymphocytes, which are known as T cells. So T cells, uh, their main place of hangout, you know, the the club they they all like to to proliferate in and chill out at is the thymus. So you go, oh, the thymus, T cells. That's why that's why they're named that, right? Because they hang out in the thymus. It's really easy to remember. And then you have the B cell, and your first thought is, "Oh, well, you know, we were just talking about it in in, in this." Um they hang B, the B bushes. cells come from the bone marrow, like all blood cells do. So that's why it's called a B cell. No, 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 it's not. You want to know why it's called a B cell? Because there is a organ in birds only called the uh, uh, the bursa. Uh, it's located in their cloaca, uh, yes. and the bursa produces b-cells and a guy in 1600 found this out and decided to call them b-cells and it's just a coincidence that we also make b-cells in our own bone marrow so the naming convention still stands technically but that's not why it's actually called a b-cell that's funny
1: bone marrow can suck my dick
2: I Dang. guess Jake wasn't wrong calling it a bussy cell. If it Since was, if, it's in the cloaca. It's, it's off of an yeah. organ <laughs> in the cloaca.
3: True. I'm so smart. He's so smart. He doesn't even know it
2: half the time. Indeed. I, oh, yes. I, I, I thought this okay, was very... I have nothing else. Oh. I, was go- go I was going to say, I, I found this to be very heartwarming. It it It, 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 yeah. it, 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 it was very fuzzy and i, I like
0: it it is pure. it's very sweet i like the interactions the dialogue is really good especially the texts
1: yeah agreed the the I, i'm skimming through the next chapter and it features this emoji amazing i'm very happy about it what is this emoji for the audience I, they don't I, know it's it's um it's an emoji <laughs>
0: Just instead of making an actual description, just put that emoji in the description. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, nothing else.
3: You know what that means? We no love dignity. It.
2: No dignity. Wait, wait, hold, wait, hold on. I no have I have important dignity. news. Uh, yes, mm-hmm, b- no, because we we were we 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 talked about before the podcast that uh Henry Cavill uh might be in an Amazon uh series. There's a new article that says he is now officially attached to star in and executive produce a live action 40k series. Oh thank God.
1: <gasps> I, everyone's saying Eisenhorn, Eisenhorn, Eisenhorn. I want Henry I, I I'm sure you saw my tweet while looking. I want I want Henry Cavill to star in a caiaphas Kane TV show as Caiaphas Kane. Oh my god I think
3: so funny.
1: Henry Cavill playing like a loser. Um just an absolute loser. It would that pretends to be super badass and cool would be so funny. I feel like he could passably be um like Caiaphas Kane, you know? I think he'd do good as it. I think he'd do really like, good. Like he, as he it. could be the bravado Caiaphas Kane really well and also be like Probably probably do like the idiot Caiaphas Kane well as well. Just be like a bumbling idiot.
3: God, that'd be so funny. I can see him doing it too. I can see him it's it's such it's such mind.
1: a role that Henry Cavill will like wouldn't play normally. But I think it would be a perfect role for Henry Cavill to play. I just had a thought. Is what? Caiaphas Kane and it, it could you reasonably
3: say, with some stretching, that Caiaphas Kane is sort of an inversion of Superman?
1: Um, in what way?
3: He's kind of double-faced, right? Like he's got two, well, two egos, essentially. The thing but-
1: about Caiaphas Kane is, is as cowardly as he is, he still does do most of the things that people say he does. I know, but he doesn't. He's-
3: most of it happen on accident
1: well a a portion of it happens on accident but there are at least within the first two books that i've read um there's a lot of cases where he just is like genuinely a really good combatant and genuinely a really good like strategist like he he holds off like this um this feral creature that's like that was like a burrowing hunter Pretty much by himself in the second book, while like all of his soldiers are getting like just like murked by it. And he does a pretty good job at, at, at protecting them and his own hide. Obviously, his ulterior motive was to protect himself, but he still does it very competently. Hmm. Oh, I should read it then.
2: Yeah, I mean, he's like a badass dude, but just like th- th- things about him get very, very like exaggerated. You know, the sort of, like, I took out 20 dudes, and then that ends up becoming, like, 200 dudes.
3: And then it's 2,000, and so on and so forth.
2: I getcha. Hmm.
3: Alright. Well, I've got nothing else to add. Me neither. Alright.
0: Alright. We love you. Especially the author that I, wrote this story.
3: I, I don't love the audience. I do love the author, though. Very good.
0: Wishing you well
3: wishing well, well of wishing.